Fish Street Gym, met Angelo Dundee, yeah. trained over there. Yeah. Uh, just Buzz hoping that something, yeah. Go with Brendan? Oh, no, went on my own. Did you, did did you go to the funeral as well? Went to the funeral, didn't get in the funeral, yeah. but wow. went to the funeral, some wow. pictures around there. Wow. Uh, Back again, live and direct, the 13th of the final round podcast. Yeah. We have a special guest here, MBE, Glenn Rhodes. Let's go. Yes. I'm doing very well, guys. Yes, How are yes. you? I'm My man, Ish. I'm, I'm doing very, very I'm well. Good. Thank you. So, yeah, Glenn, good. please tell the history of yourself. How did Glenn start off oh, in right. the boxing career? Well, when's it going to be good? Went to Firth Park School, or like I said earlier, yeah. didn't go to school as much as I should have done. Right. Left school at 16, uh, unemployed, no qualifications or anything. Um, no sight of getting a job. Um, back then, you know, you used to have to go to the job centre and they'd send you for a job and things like that. But, you know, I didn't do, I had no qualifications, I couldn't do nothing. So we wandered into Brendan Ingalls' gym. You know, we hung around on street corners like most young kids do. Yeah. Um, and we all thought we could fight. Um, thought we could fight somebody came up with this idea about let's go down to this local boxing gym which by now it's you know it's legendary but back then yeah. when i went 1976 it, there was nobody there there were a few fighters there but brendan was just starting out he was still working on a building site when i stopped when i joined brendan he was still working on a building site so we wandered into this uh, boxing gym church hall thinking that we were gonna you know do really really well and um we got a shock of his life brendan had us all stood on the <coughs> side of the ring and he said, right, uh, pointed to me. He says, you're going to spar with this guy. Uh, and I looked over to the guy who I'm sparring with, and it was a little short guy. And uh, his name was Walter Clayton. Right. Junior <laughs> ABA champ, yeah, yeah. little wow. flat nose. Yeah. So I looked at him and I thought, I'm going to do this. Yeah, easy, easy but easy, man. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I jumped in the ring, and Brendan said again, right. He said, you can hit him to the head, and he'll only hit you to the body. And I'm thinking, does this guy know that I can fight? Anyway, shouts time, off we go. And there's me like a windmill trying to... Knock him do, out. Yeah, and guess what? It made me look like a complete idiot. I was swinging punches and then Brendan shouted time. And I'm glad he did shout time because I, I, I couldn't He's believe that, that he could be so tired wow. from throwing punches. Yeah. And that, I remember it. Like we all remember, we all remember his first fight and his last fight. That was the first day in the gym, sparred with Walter Clayton. 76, yeah? I think that was... 1976, yeah. Of anything, there were a guy called uh, Chris Walker who boxed for the British title. Yeah. Uh, he was managed by a guy called Ken Richardson. Brendan were only training uh, the amateurs then, and then there was a guy called Mick Mills who were just turning pro, maybe 78, something like that. Um, a guy called John Kelly, an Irish kid, and uh, a guy called Lloyd Stewart. Other than that, the guys in the gym were just 
you know, kids would come to train. And the gym wasn't like it is now. Where the ring is in Brendan's gym, there used to be a stage there, and the ring were actually one of them rings that sit on the stage. Okay. Um, and Like, because it's a church hall, isn't it? Is yeah, it's no yeah. church hall, uh, or it used to be a church hall. And yeah. then I remember helping Brendan dismantle this stage, and he then put the ring in, which is probably the ring that's still there, the, the steel ring, the big ring. Right. Um, but it weren't nothing like it is then. I remember we were the guys who painted the lines on the floor. Oh, um, right as well, correct, weren't yeah. What's the story it's behind the lines yeah. for the audience watching in? Because people ask me about it all the time. I, I don't actually know. You know, it's, we've got lines on the floor uh, here, but it's, it's just that when I'm training kids, I'll say, right, all you guys go and stand on the red line. You guys, you young kids yeah. stand on the red line. Because sometimes when it's packed in here with kids and I just say, right, everybody come and stand here. These, these bodies everywhere. Got so you. it's a lot easier for yeah. me if I just say, right, all... You junior boxers stand on the red line. All the seniors get on the yeah. Brendan's is more designed for the footwork kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, whereas our, mine's just basically to keep a bit of order in the gym when it's packed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I understand where he's coming from with that footwork kind of thing. Um, but yeah, 1976. That's when my life changed for the better. Mm. Be I always say best thing I ever did meeting Brendan Ingle. Yeah. If I'd not met Brendan. Mm. God knows what I'd be doing. Did now. you live? Did you live? Did you live at home or did you live in one of Brendan's houses? Because he used to have loads of houses, didn't he? Brendan? Not when I was with him. No, yeah. like I said, it, it, when I first joined, he, I, we go training like half past four, mm. and I remember Brendan turning up in his work boots and his mucky clothes. He was still working on a building site. I think yeah. he was working for, I can't remember, uh, just up the road from Newman Road. I think they'd been knocked down. There were some flats, mm. and when I met Brendan, he was working uh, on the building site there. So his house was across the road from the gym. He finished in the gym, uh, finished on the site and come in the gym. Uh, and he always, he all, every time I saw him, he always had working boots on. So he'd, he'd be coming to the gym straight from work kind of thing. Yeah. Um, <coughs> it, it, back then, he wasn't full time in the gym. It was just like, mm. you know, half three, half four onwards. Whereas yeah. as the years was moved on. Was he still every day, Glenn, though? Uh, yeah, every day, uh, yeah. Monday to Friday and Saturday and Sunday mornings, isn't it? Basically, what we do here, you know, we have the kids in on uh, Saturday mornings, yeah, yeah, and it's piped, it's absolutely round. So, yeah. a lot of the things that I do here are the same yeah. format as what Brendan did, um, you know. And we never Sundays we never trained at Brendan's very much unless you've got a fight coming up, mm. um, and that was it. So, 1976 for me is, is when my life changed. I didn't know it then, yeah, but that would be the beginning of. Uh, the story basically. I love that, Glenn. Yeah. You never forgot where you come from. Oh, you know what I mean. And I've never heard you say a bad word about that, Jim. Brendan, never heard a bad word from you. Yeah, I'm not gonna do is because for that. the reason I'm not gonna do is because, like I said, it, you know, a lot of fighters who we speak to these days would say things like, "Oh, if I weren't boxing, I'd I'd have ended up in prison, or I'd have ended up." Yeah. Who knows what I would have ended up doing? Yeah. Uh, I've always been a bit reckless, mm. and I'm still reckless. So, but they're the kind of things that get you in trouble. Mm. So I hate to think what I would have been doing. Uh, I'm not going to say I'd have ended up in prison or anything, but yeah. mm. I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today. So yeah. best thing that ever happened to me is meeting Brendan Ingle. Wow, brilliant. So, Love so, it. so listen, um, you got your medical done, obviously. Yep. You went, were you the, did the amateurs there or the professional? We were all amateurs at the yeah, time. Yeah. Um, so, I know this story. So, so, so you your first fight. You pro because you got yeah. banned with the amateur. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, so, yeah. so Bill is up to your, your first fight. And right, what, what, what happened? And what your, your medical and everything. It's a good I, story. I, I, I remember I'm in the gym and I'm training and Chris Walker's training and yeah. I, I think he he went on to box, I think it might be 19, 
77, he boxed Colin Powers for the British title yeah. at uh, top rank in Sheffield. So I remember him in the gym one day and I asked him, I said, what weight are you? And he went, oh, I think he's a 10 stone, which I was more or less about. So yeah. I said, could I end up fighting you one day then? And he must have <laughs> thought you were stupid. You know what I mean? Says, I, I didn't know the difference between, I just know you're 10 stone, I'm 10 stone. I could fight. Yeah, he, he must have, he must have yeah. thought you plank. Uh, and he went, no, he said, I'm professional, you know, you're amateur. And I thought, amateur. So then Brendan says, right, uh, I'm going to get you a medical. Well, there used to be a doctor uh, who lived about three doors down from Brendan's gym, Dr. Wynn. And he was one of them doctors, he'd be smoking while he's giving you the medical, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> old school. Times have changed. Yeah, old school, our times have changed. So he says, I'm going to get you a medical with Dr. Wynn and we're going to get you a fight. And I thought, oh, great. So it gave you something to train, train for. for yeah. um, so anyway, my first fight was in Leeds, Meanwood Working Men's yeah, Club. Yeah, wrong place. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right next to yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. is it still there? Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah. So that was my first amateur fight. So your first amateur fight, were you nervous when you go in? Yeah, I always how remember feel, being nervous. How do you feel you're putting gloves on for the first time? Frightened. Seriously? Yeah, frightened. So you thought you were tough, I thought tough I was tough, road yeah. man. Oh, listen. And you put his gloves on. And, Print, and people fr- watching you. And you're thinking, wow, this yeah. is reality now. Exactly. I understand. Yeah, it's yeah. all right. I'm not saying I was a bully as a child, but I always seemed to hang around with bullies. Yeah. yeah. Or... So that I didn't get bullied, I think. Yeah. I think you either hang around with bullies or, you, you know, you, you get bullied, don't you? So yeah, I'm always all right when there's a gang of us. But when you come boxing, it's you on your own yeah. and you've got a crowd of people watching you. Yeah. Then that's when your backside's yeah. doing that. So. <laughs> it seemed like you was confident and you fancied you sent a bit, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you did on the front, like yeah. most boxers do. Yeah. You know, oh, I'm all right. But all really, right. On, it's just an act, isn't it? Yeah. It's just an act. Even Mike Tyson cried. Exactly, Tyson says the exact same. I, I watched yeah. an interview once with you and you said something in an interview I really liked. You said, if you if you took boxing serious, you might not, you wouldn't have enjoyed your career as yeah. much as you did. Yeah, that's it. A lot of people said that to me. I boxed a lot of good fighters. I fought, I boxed four, I think four or five British champions before they became champions and yeah. beat them. Yeah. And other people, even Brendan used to say, uh, if if you should, if you train you you tick bastard. He always used to call me a tick bastard. Tick, <laughs> tick bastard. What, was your yeah. what did he call it? What was your proper name? Brendan called Showboat. Yeah, yeah, he called me Showboat. Yeah, because I'm always showing off. Yeah. But again, the reason I used to show off was to disguise the fact that. Or either She's knackered, knackered. <laughs> or it's, conf- it's confidence yeah, thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So you just act cocky, don't yeah, you? But yeah. um, so I had my first fight at Meanwood Working Men's Club, and I really enjoyed it. And I won quite a few. I think I won about ten in a row as an amateur. Yeah. And I thought this is great. This going, yeah. you, know, you know, driving, uh, driving up and down the when country. It, when it was in the ring, obviously having your first fight, um, the first obviously you got punched back. Oh God, yeah. You got punched yeah. back. So how do you feel? Yeah. You got punched back for the first time. Well, again, as I said to all the kids in the gym here, there's all right. There's one thing getting punched in the gym yeah. with big 16 ounce gloves yeah. on a yeah. neck guard. But, when, but when you get in that ring and you're getting punched in a little glove, it's yeah. completely different yeah. feeling yeah. there. So I, yeah, <laughs> so I remember getting punched in the face and thinking, well, probably not thinking then, but being aware that it was so different. Yeah. It was so different yeah, to sparring. Hit, yeah. yeah, like and you, you mm. think, bloody hell, you know, this mm. is this is a real <laughs> deal. Now here yeah. we go. Um, but like I said, I won my first few fights, so I did all right. But then I got brought down to earth with a big bang. I got a fight, Brendan took me to Birmingham, and I got knocked out in the first round. Wow, how did you feel? Uh, I was devastated, like yeah. kids are. You know, like When it happens to our kids in, in the gym, I'll say to them, look, don't worry about it, it's no big deal, you're only an amateur. Yeah. But yeah. I remember when it happened to me, yeah. I thought, you know, that's me done. Nice you can't thing, be getting yeah, knocked yeah, out, yeah, can yeah, you, yeah, in, yeah, in an amateur, yeah. you know, knocked out. And I thought... Cold. 
I thought this is not good. I can't even remember. You know, you don't remember getting knocked out. You just remember. Going to sleep. Next thing, yeah. And then you're waking up and you think it's all over. Um, (laughs) It's scary, really, Um, because I remember I I couldn't remember getting from the ring to the changing rooms, and I kind of like I'll not say woke up in the changing rooms, but I kind of like came to in the changing rooms and thinking, yeah, yeah, how did I get here? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I can't yeah. remember walking from yeah, the ring, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I think it's a concussion or something. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, not yeah. good. Um, yeah, and then I remember I was devastated, mm. which mm. you're gonna be as a young kid, aren't you? Yeah, Sixteen yeah. year old, and you, you you think you know this is it. I found my sport, and then bang, you get knocked out. So I was a bit devastated. So I, I kept away for a long time. Yeah, I thought you know as well how as long? the yeah, how probably long I, um, a season. No, not a season. Probably weeks, maybe a month oh, or so. Brendan, right. Brendan ringing you. Brendan ringing, where are you? You get yourself back in there, Jim, you tick bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to think that was my name, tick bastard. Um, <laughs> we all thought that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you go back and, like I always say to everybody, it's easy to walk in the gym when you've won. Yeah. But walking in the gym when you've lost, yeah. it takes some doing, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, and all your mates are there and, oh God. So, um, and then I went another run and had a few a good run of winning a few more fights. I never won anything major in the amateurs. Yeah. I never did nothing like that. No, I, I, didn't, I don't even think I boxed for any championships. So how long for uh, was your amateur? I was only amateur for uh, about two seasons. Um, like I said, I started at 16, I had two seasons and then... 18 years. Yeah, so... Brendan had his master plan, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brendan got yeah. banned from the amateurs and went, yeah. no problem, you're all going poor. Yeah, exactly. There's a picture over there, I'll yeah. show you the picture. Yeah. What happened is, I remember it really, Brendan came in the gym one day and really, really upset. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, I've never seen him upset before like that. Yeah. So as a kid, you're looking at this man who was, who's your, um, I don't know, he's, he's like your father. father. Yeah, you look up to him yeah. and then he's devastated. And yeah. I'm thinking, bloody hell, what's going on? And he says, oh, yeah. we've been banned from the amateurs. Yeah. Why, why Why was it? Because what happened know. is, back in the day, the, you couldn't train amateurs oh, and pros right. together. Right. So if you've got an amateur gym, you couldn't have pros in. But like yeah. I said, Brendan had got Mick Mills, Chris Walker, John Kelly, Lloyd Stewart. Uh, I can't think of anybody else. So we were training the pros and probably making a few quid, you know, training them. Yeah. Yeah. And so the amateur uh, body yeah, banned yeah. him. Uh, I don't even think they warned him or anything, but yeah. I, I always got this impression that when we were going around shows around Yorkshire, that people trek Brendan's gym, which they did for a long time, you should know that, like, you know, like you've got plague or something, oh, this is them kind of thing, which later on it were a good thing because you had the gym had this aura about it, you know, yeah. uh, so it were a good thing. But I remember back then the officials hated Brendan's gym. Some of the officials were. So he got banned. Um, and it's the best thing that ever happened to him and us and everything else because what happened is he said right he got us all in the gym one day all them guys on that picture and he went um, right you can't box amateur if you're good enough you're turning pro wow but how do you feel <laughs> well I, I thought hang on a minute I'm boxing for a trophy I'm signing on I'm boxing for trophies now Brendan's telling me that I'm still going to be boxing but I'm getting paid I thought how much will you get wow. paid I'll tell you what I've got for my first fight Go on, 100 pound Wow. Brendan took 20 quid. Seriously? <laughs> and so I've got like 80 quid. And I'm thinking, you tell me you, you, you like a world champ. That was 1979. <laughs> that's a lot of money then. The that was, kid out. You're not the first kid out though. No. 
I lost on points to a guy called John Lindo wow. in Liverpool. John Lindo? Is he, John where's, Lindo. He, where's John Lindo from? Uh, I think of Bradford. I know John Lindo. Yeah. I know yeah. him. Yeah, Do you very, still know him now? Yeah, I know him. Yeah, his brother died, obviously. His brother's yeah. called George. Wow. And I know John. That's my Definitely. dad, I love that. I used to look up to him as well yeah. when I was an amateur. John Lindo. We should get John you Lindo. and him on a I know, a podcast, yeah. I'm try and find yeah. him. Well, I'll tell you what I remember about the fight. I yeah. lost on points wow. over six rounds. But I remember getting out of the ring and my hands were smashed to bits yeah. because you've gone from boxing amateur and then you're boxing pro with bandages on and them little gloves what don't feel like they've got anything yeah. in them. Yeah, hitting somebody on his head. Uh, and so I remember getting in the change rooms and thinking, bloody hell, my hands, look at them. And that's the first time I had any hand damage. Yeah. Um, and I, I had hand damage for the rest of my career. Um, but you yeah, John Lindo. Bit, though, because I went, I went yeah. to your record. You, you could definitely... Yeah, I, 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 yeah but <laughs> that's the problem when you can punch is because you kind of like rely on it sometimes. Yeah. So, you know, when you're, when you're losing a fight, I just you start to sling him off the floor because yeah, I thought, yeah, yeah. I ain't got another round in me, I better get this kid out of here. Yeah. But it's not good that, that's not yeah. a good thing mm. to, to have. So, um, and a lot of punches are the same. They can punch, but they can't so much take a punch yourself. Right. Um, and so I always had hand troubles. Yeah. Always had hand trouble. Yeah. Uh, I had bone graft on this one and it's, my hands are a mess. And now even work, you know, with the cold weather, but anyway, that's but, yeah. so that was it. So we all turned pro, and then um, it was brilliant. Honestly, I said to Isham earlier, I'm not. I, I know. Since then, Brendan's gym's gone on to bigger and better things with Johnny, Naz, Ryan, all these guys. But back in the day when we were just starting, mm. you got to remember Brendan was like a pioneer. Mm. You know, he, he was just coming through. Uh, boxing weren't what it is today, but. Mm. Back in them days, the camaraderie that we had in the gym. He was bro, tricky. Bro, he was a tricky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he was the trickiest. Yeah, he, well, Brendan was tricky. Um, so I'm not just saying it because I was involved in that era, mm -hmm. but back in them days, it was great because, mm -hmm. you know, you got Bomber Graham boxing at Bramall Lane. You Before Kel Brook had even, wow. yeah, yeah, Sheffield City all packing it out as well. So, remortgage uh, me house. I remortgage me house, yeah. <laughs> I never made no money on that show. <laughs> um, Raining so, all day. Yeah. Brendan so, was a pioneer in some ways because all the fights were in the, all in London, right? And Brendan started bringing it up. Yeah, up here, exactly. But that was only because of Errol. What started yeah. happening, you know, um, you got people like. That era, you got your, your Mickey Duff and your, your Mike Barrett yeah. and all them guys, and they were, they were all London. There were no yeah. fighters in yeah. Sheffield. No, yeah, so yeah. what Brendan did, he started promoting in Sheffield, but only when he got Bomber. Yeah. Uh, I quickly go back and tell you how yeah, I met Bomber. How, how Bomber yeah, yeah, came yeah. along. I, I went to a show again. It's funny how you, I, if you ask me what I had for my breakfast this morning, I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. But I can remember 1976 when I saw Errol Graham. It was a place called Aquarius Nightclub in Chesterfield. Right. And I remember it's just a nightclub. That, and I remember seeing this guy. And I can see him now. He got a pair of blue Adidas boots on, mm. a pair of blue velvet shorts, a white vest. And back in them days, when you under NABCs, they used to get a badge. He got the badge oh, sewn in the middle of his vest. That yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking at this guy, and he's, I'm thinking, God, look at him. He's this, you know, this black guy moving around the ring like like Muhammad Ali. And I'm thinking, who's this? Anyway, one and did Anyway, never saw him again for a long time. Mm. Then one day, I walked in Brendan's gym, and I seen yeah. him, and I thought. That's the guy I seen at Aquarius. Mm. I didn't even know his name. Mm. That's that's the guy who I saw who I was really impressed with at the Aquarius. Mm. Yeah. And again, the rest is this. That's it. I become friends with him. How did uh, Brendan get? He was from Nottingham originally. How did Brendan get down? To originally, he used to box for a Radford Boys Club. So I think what happened is uh, Brendan, being Brendan, whispered in his ear and promised that 
he's going to make him world champion and you yeah, know yeah, like yeah, boxing yeah. trainers managers yeah, yeah, do yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Errol moved he moved into Brendan's house yeah um, and then he Somehow they got Errol to buy a house just up road from Brendan's yeah. on Newman Road on the left hand side, which were handy for Errol to. It were handy for Brendan because he knew where Errol were, yeah. and Keep he were in the gym it. regular, weren't he? I yeah. think he did that with all the fighters. Yeah. 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 I, I, I did the gym, he did, and yeah. he, I did yeah. as well. You know where road. you are, then, don't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. cold yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, so again, you think. Look at what Brendan did. He was crafty. What he did. He was yeah. clever to yeah. keep him so close to the gym. Yeah. And then you're not going to go disappearing, are you? So, but for yeah. a long time, uh, Errol lived at Brendan's house yeah. on Newman Road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, across road from yeah, the, gym, the gym. Yeah. Uh, until I think he turned pro, and then he got one or two sponsors. A guy called mm. Mick Cowan and Tony McKenna, who mm. who started M and M Promotions, mm, mm. and that's how Errol's uh, early pro career started off mm. in Sheffield. Then mm. Brendan put shows on at uh, City Hall, Cutlers Hall. Like I said, Bramall Lane, yeah. before anybody had even thought about that. Sheffield, yeah. Errol, yeah. Yeah. Sheffield. Yeah, Errol, Errol was the first person I ever knew who had a sponsored car. Mm. You know, Errol Graham, somebody mm. gave him a car, Toyota gave mm. him a car, and he had his name outside, and I thought, who mm. gives you the car? But that just shows you, you know, back then, I mean, everybody's got on these days, yeah. sponsored cars and whatever, but back then, Errol was the Amazing. first guy I knew yeah. to have a sponsored yeah. car, and... Uh, Hey, listen, I've got so many memories of Errol. Mm. Like I, I look at that picture over there. And I, I remember um, when I bought Box Amateur, um, cut us all. Oh, yeah. And I, I met Errol Graham. Yeah. And I was buzzing. <laughs> and Errol. I went, wow, can I have your autograph? Please, because I want me to fight. Yeah. Mm. Johnny Nelson was there. I didn't yeah. know who Johnny was. So, so Errol <laughs> said, what about him? Get autograph him. I asked for who was he? You know what I mean? Well, I, Errol I and Johnny became Johnny good friends, they didn't they? They were close, you know what I mean? Yeah, Errol, like, Errol was a pioneer. And I think Johnny... Tagged along with Errol, yeah. you know, became good friends. Fill his name up or something. Yeah, but they become very good friends. I think they lived together for a short time in the house on Newman Road as well. Yeah. Um, so obviously, Johnny hanging around with Errol brought him on as well. Yeah, he did. You know, confidence-wise, ability-wise. Yeah. Um, so that's basically what happened. We all turned pro. Dave Allen, me, Winston, uh, Carl, all please. Together. Wow. All turned pro, more yeah, or less, same that, time. That, that, that's yeah, a wake-up. Yeah. Um, what year, Glenn? I think, oh, it was 1979. 79. That, 1979. I know that for a fact because, um, like I said, that's when I made my debut. I was one year old. Oh, God, thanks for that. <laughs> if I don't feel bad enough, I feel worse yeah. now. Anyway, how long ago is that? Oh, God. Glenn, man. Scary, you look 21, though. Yeah, I feel, I feel 21. Yeah, you look good, man. Yeah. yeah. But uh, that was it. And... Basically, I thank Brendan for that. I've always thanked him for that because, like I said, I've mm. got a, I've got a good life. I'm, I've I've had some I've mm. had some ex unbelievable mm. experiences. Mm. Uh, but if I'd never met Brendan, yeah. I'd have never had all them. Mm. Love it. Tell oh, about the MBE. Big respect to them. Oh, Glenn. That. Well, um, how I ended up getting the MBE was yeah. people nominate you. Yeah. But what we've done in this gym, believe it or not, at the mm. time of getting the MBE, we raised over £350,000 for charity. Amazing. Not for amazing. me. Mm. Uh, for t and th what I do, I don't touch money, me. Because yeah. you always... Mm. When when you hear about people doing charitable things, you always think, oh, yeah, they get it. Mm. I don't touch it, me, because I don't want people pointing a finger at me. Mm. So, yeah. so all them certificates up there yeah. and all these things we've got around the gym. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, I raised... We raised, uh, at the time, three hundred fifty grand. And so somebody puts your name forward for this MBE, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Um, and it was great because I didn't know I was getting it until mm. you get the letter mm. and uh, I remember one day I got a phone call and I always come to the gym at uh, about half past three so every now and again I, I have a I have a little a nap in the afternoon just before I come to the gym and I remember putting my phone on my chest one 
Anyway, it went off about quarter past three and I sat up with his croaky voice and I went, oh, hello, who's this guy? And thing? it was somebody phoning me to tell me mm. he'd been awarded. And I went, clear your voice. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. And it was a bit of a shock. Big achievement, yeah. that. Yeah. How long after was that, Glyn? How um, long after it? Well, I've had, I've had it 2013, I got it. Mm. And the, the reason I was proud of getting it is because the only person in Sheffield oh, who yeah. got one was Brendan. So it kind of like made me feel good to think, hang yeah, on a minute, my mentor, wow. I've got the same award. Yeah. yeah, I've got the same award that my mentor, my, mm. my, the guy that I look up to has got. Mm. You know, and it, it, it was brilliant. Mm. And uh, I thought, you know what, it's Big nice. achievement when, that. Yeah. Mm. And what it's was nice. it like speaking to Prince Charles? It was scary. It wow. was, honestly, I'd rather yeah. buck Mike Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> I would rather have boxed Mike Tyson that night. Could he tell you were nervous, you think? Well... Yeah, obviously, but I have met him before. Right. There's a picture there behind yeah. you. He's a big lad, isn't he? Wow. No, he stood on a stage. Oh, right. He stood on a stage, <laughs> and us peasants just have to stand down and look up. So below there, there's a picture when he came here. Yeah. He came here, uh, I think, oh, God, oh, yeah, I don't know, wow. 20, 20 years ago. Yeah. And so I actually got to meet him again. And I'll tell you a funny story what happened that time. When he came here, it was when the... Can you remember the movie, The Full Monte? Yeah. They yeah. filmed that yeah. here. Oh, wow. Yeah. So when wow, he it? came here, yeah. uh, have you seen The Full Monte when they stood in the door queue and he, they get Prince Charles yeah, to do yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, you wait, you wait, you get called out and you, you walk up to the podium where he stood and he shake hands and then he has a little chat to you. So I said, I thought, I'm not missing this opportunity. He says, oh, we have met before. And he like, What did he say? Yeah, he, he, I couldn't tell you, but, oh, yeah, of course we have. Yeah, yeah. We're out for a drink, so, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I said, <laughs> In Sheffield, so again he like went, oh yeah yeah yeah. I says when you did the full Monty. Well, when I said I'd, you did the full Monty, he kind of like went, and he remembered that. He yeah, didn't yeah. remember me. He didn't yeah, remember yeah, coming yeah, to Sheffield. Yeah, yeah. But they had him over there doing the full Monty thing when yeah. they're all yeah, sitting yeah. in the door queue, and he kind of like went, yeah. And I thought I had a good chat to him. I said, oh, and he asked, he makes you feel really comfortable. Mm, he makes wow. you feel like mm. he he's really interested in mm. what you're talking about. Experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but he's probably not. It's just mm. something, yeah. you know, he's, he's learned to do. Job, but it made yeah. me feel like he were interested in, mm. you know, what I was telling him. So I had a good chat to him. But walking up to, the, I, t I tell everybody this story. Can you remember Norman Wisdom? Mm. Yeah. He always yeah, used yeah. to do his trip as he was walking. Yeah. So when it was getting near to be my turn to be called, um, I had this vision of tripping up like Norman Wisdom. And I thought, get that out of your head and so the more I tried to push it out of my head <laughs> the more you I did thought, it yeah, yeah I'm thinking when they call me I'm going to trip up yeah, yeah, anyway yeah. I didn't but it, it's uh, it's a bit surreal it's one of yeah. them situations where you want it to last forever but you can't wait to get out there as well yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean and then when you come out you kind of like look back and you go bloody hell that, that was great that. and wow. I took a busload of people down because we had a party down in London Yeah. and uh, it, this was hilarious this when you go through the gates, you know, you pass security and everything, you have to show them who you are. Mm. And you walk in, I remember turning around and looking at all the people at the fence, mm. you know, looking in at me, and I'm thinking, mm. I've usually been one of them people looking in, yeah, now yeah, I'm yeah. looking out. Yeah. Um, I got my kids with me, two kids. Um, so I remember you go in, when I was coming out, all my friends would come to see me, started cheering and shouting and making a, a noise. Course, so yeah. all the people in London around Buckingham Palace thought so I must be famous or something <laughs> so loads of people were running over asking okay, for pictures okay. wow. so the guy who nominated me said somebody said to him who oh, is this guy you know what's he done and he said oh he, he wrote all the records to the Beatles tunes <laughs> which would have meant I'd have to be about, <laughs> uh -huh. I'd have to be about 90 year old yeah, yeah. so these guys they're all saying oh can we have a picture here so yeah. I've got a picture of a guy from Peru 
a guy, a Chinese guy, and they've all probably got pictures on the mantelpiece thinking I'm the guy who wrote the, the Beatles records. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so it, like I said, it was surreal, but it was yeah. nice. It was just, yeah. um, it puts you up there, doesn't it? You yeah, know? it does. When, when, peers, when your peers or the people who are in the same business as you yeah. put you forward for something, you know it's, 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 yeah. it's worth it. I think that's more important than the general public. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do. 100%. If you've got respect from your peers, that's all you want. All the armchair fans don't. Oh, yeah. That's all you want. You want respect from your peers, and that's it. In this game, you do. Yeah. You know, Definitely. you know, it's yeah. like, you just, you, just, you know, anybody who, people might not always like you. You know, there's mm. a lot of people in this mm. game that don't like you. Or, yeah. Mm. But, you know, kind of like, they've got kind of like a bit of respect for you because mm. whatever you, you know, for whatever, you mm. know, because why have you done it? Or you've you've been there, seen it, got the t-shirt, or you mm. don't take no shit. Yeah. So you know it's uh, it's nice to be recognised by your peers. Glenn, that's good. That's good. Glenn, nineteen seventy six. Yeah. Yeah. Can you point out your best day since? Oh, since nineteen seventy six to now. Obviously, you've had a lot of good I, memories, a lot of bad. Can you pick them out or pick a few out? Whatever. Ish, I can't. Do you know why? Because I've been very, very lucky mm. to have had so many that mm. if you said to me, which is your best one? Mm. I've not got, I can't, I can't off the top Tell of my head. Oh, meeting Sugar Leonard, promoting a show with Sugar wow. Leonard. Wow. Meet, promoting two shows with Marvin Agler. Special. Two shows yeah. with Duran. Yeah. But one of my best ones is that we did two shows with Jake Lamotta. Mm. How do you make them connections to get them yeah. people involved? Um, what happened, what happened, Agler was the first one I ever did. A guy called Pat Brogan right. rang me. I was, in, I was promoting boxing back then, right. only in Sheffield. Yeah. You know, as a reason to get your own guy's work, because yeah. other than that, you're waiting for the what, phone to ring, what, aren't you? What was it? Was it like dinner uh, shows and stuff? Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. I got a few sponsors who would yeah. put the money up, because I didn't yeah. have no money back then. So they'd put the money up, you know, mm. confident enough to sell tickets. And then I remember Pat Brogan said to me, Pat Brogan was the guy who promoted Errol Graham's comeback. Mm. And he said, when nobody wanted to know Errol, uh, Pat said, I've got a chance of doing an evening with Marvin Agler. Are you interested? I went, am I interested? Yeah, What? what's the deal? Yeah. He went, well, it's, I can't remember where he were. He says, it's going to be X amount of money. Mm. And da, 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 da. I went, oh, count me in on that. Mm. So I spoke to my guys who all sponsored me back then. Mm. I said, look, we've got an evening with Marvin Agler planned. Mm. Before all the, everybody's doing them now, aren't they? Yeah, Everywhere, yeah, everybody's yeah, doing yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but... I, so anyway, we, he said, I said, yeah, I'm, I'm up for that. And we used to have a hotel which had been knocked down now called Grosvenor House Hotel. Yeah, Can you remember yeah, it? Yeah, 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 in yeah. Sheffield. Yeah. It had the biggest function room in any hotel yeah, in Sheffield. Well, yeah, I know. Well, it was falling down, wasn't it? Yeah. So, so I said to Pat, what's the crack? Then he says, right, you send us the money, we sign a contract, da, 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 da. you come over, he'll agree to do X amount, eight while 12 talking, so many pictures, uh, whatever. So I thought, yeah, let's go for that. So we did it. It was unbelievable. We made a right fortune, honest with it. Because people had not seen Marvin Agler in England. Mm. No, everybody knew him. Mm. So we did that, and then I thought, this is all right, this. So since then, I've done some some big names. I'll well, tell you one of... Steve Collins' last one you did, right? That was... that was, Steve Collins were brilliant. Yeah. you got to remember, Steve Collins beat Nigel Ben yeah. and Chris Eubanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people... Yeah. Twice. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. I recently went to a show... He's the best that, of a lot, really, isn't yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I recently went to a show that Ryan did at um, the dog track down here. Mm. And you got, and it was good. I mean, listening to them talk, and they, they were gelling off each other. It was good. Mm. But like I said, Steve Collins beat them both mm, mm, twice. Mm, it was unbelievable. Yeah, so we, we, we looked past that. And Neville yeah. Brown, yeah. who we interviewed in our yeah. last podcast, he fought Steve Collins St after he beat yeah. them too. <laughs> unbelievable, isn't yeah. it? And what a lovely what guy as well. Yeah, lovely guy. So we did the uh, 
Igloo one, and it went brilliant. Honest, absolutely unbelievable. I, mm. I can't even remember how much you made. I just remember thinking, bloody hell, we made some money here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then people said, oh, what about, do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? And so I started thinking, this is a bit easier than boxing. Yeah. Because yeah. we all know what boxing's like. You know, you put a show on, a guy pulls out, or he gets an injury, and it's just an headache. Mm. Whereas at least when you sign a contract and you send your money to these guys, you know on the day that they arrive, they're coming. Yeah. They're not going to ring up and say, oh, I can't mm. box tonight because I've got... Mm -hmm. So I found them shows a lot easier to do than boxing shows. Mm -hmm. uh, and I can't remember ever not making any money on any of the shows we've done. And then you just, somebody will ring you up and say, do you want to do this, do you want to do that? Mm. Uh, like I say, Agla twice, Duran twice, mm. uh, Jake Lamotta twice. What about Hearns? Uh, Thomas Hearns? No, uh, I'll tell you who did who were brilliant. Right. Uh, not many people did him. Ken Norton. Mm. Ken oh, Norton. Okay. Remember he boxed Ali? Passed away. Yeah. Passed away, yeah. But what a lovely guy. Yeah. Um, Joe Fraser. Did yeah, an evening Joe with Joe Fraser. Fraser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wow. were good. When we did, I remember Joe Fraser getting out of the car at the Hilton, or what used to be wow. the Hilton. And I was checking. I'm yeah. thinking, this is Big Joe glass. Fraser. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And anyway, I thought, he's not very big. <laughs> and he got out, obviously, with yeah. 17 year old, and he's stooping. Yeah. Um, so I thought, right, so I, he'd come with his son, Marvis, who boxed uh, Tyson. Tyson. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, we, we go up to the room and Marvis has room on that side and Joe Fraser's on that side because I'm carrying Joe's bags because yeah. he's getting off. So yeah. I go in his room and I'm thinking, great, here we go. Me and Joe Fraser in the room together, right? Yeah. Talk to me about when you box Muhammad Ali. So he looked out of the window and at the Hilton Hotel, <laughs> there's the canal where all the barges yeah, yeah, sail yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he looked out of the window and he went, well, where do these boats go, man? And I went, I'm thinking, uh, yeah, but when you box Muhammad Ali, yeah. and he's going, you weren't interested. Yeah, yeah. He just was Don't not interested. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, yeah. he's probably been asked all these questions of before. Yeah, he was course. more interested yeah. in knowing what these long boats were. But me as a fight fan yeah. and promoting the show, yeah. I wanted him to tell me about, you know, when he boxed George Foreman, when yeah. he boxed Muhammad Ali. Yeah. He weren't interested. Yeah. He just didn't want what to know. What was it like? Just he was brilliant. He was brilliant. Yeah. He, Right. Like you said, the, what well, you got to remember, this is Joe Fraser. I yeah. know he's only a human being like us, yeah, yeah, but, but you, this you, is the guy who, yeah. you know, Olympic champion, yeah, boxed yeah, Foreman yeah, twice, boxed yeah. Ali. Yeah. I wanted to talk about things like that, but if you can imagine, I think about 70-something back then. Yeah. He's had all these questions since 19... Yeah, he boxed yeah, so Ali yeah, in yeah, 1974. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's just the same old, same old, yeah, isn't yeah, it, for yeah, him? Yeah, yeah. For me... It were um, he's, yeah. looking, he's probably looking for you to ask him something he hasn't been, he hasn't been there before. Yeah. And but what like, could oh, you? No yeah. Different. But what could you ask people like yeah. this? What, for instance, what could you ask Muhammad Ali yeah. that he's not been asked before? Yeah. You're nervous. So yeah. You, yeah. That's I know, the first thing to come out of your mouth. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you know these are the guys that we look up to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we've idolised through the boxing game. Yeah. But to them, it's like when some guys, you know, your kids in your gym look up to you and yeah. look up to you and you. You don't think it's no big deal, but yeah, to the no. kids, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. they look up to you and yeah. you know they, they take on board what you say. Um, to you, it's probably people, nothing. This is the thing: people choose who they want to be led by. People yeah. choose who they want to believe, and they they make that choice. And when they look at you, and there's a certain way they look at you, it's up to you to be that role model yeah. for them, isn't it? And yeah. that's what you've got to be yeah. a role model, you yeah. know. Like I said, I've done things that I regret. We all probably have, but I don't tell the kids in here about yeah, them yeah, things. Yeah, I'm yeah, trying to yeah, tell them yeah. to keep right, away yeah. from doing them right, things right, yeah. because you know, trying to steer them on the right yeah. road. Mm. So if they know, if they look up to you and they know that you've done it, mm. or you know, right yeah, you've mm. got to steer these kids on the right path. Because I think at the young ages that they're at, that these kids are that we train, 
they're like a sponge. They take everything on board. Because I remember I was like that with Brendan. Mm. Brendan to me, do you know what? I used to think Brendan, I used to think he was God. Yeah. Because he used to it. tell me yeah. things yeah. that were yeah. going to happen yeah. before, before it happened. Yeah. 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 I used to think, yeah. how does he know that? Experience. Yeah. Yeah. But guess what? I'm doing the same thing in here yeah. now with yeah. kids. Yeah. I'm yeah. saying... I, I put a post on Facebook the other day, Brendan used to say, I've seen it all before. Mm, mm. And I'm finding myself now saying to people in here, you know what, it's no big deal, I've seen mm. it all before. Human nature. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. back then, I used you to think to myself, how does Brendan know that? Yeah. Like you can yeah. see that, you yeah. know, you're going to make a world champion. Yeah. You're going to yeah. make a champion, you. Yeah. He's, he's, talk, he's talking into you. When you start, when your ears hear what it. they're saying, it yeah. build, builds, manifesting yeah. you, right? Inside yeah. you. Bring, yeah. Because, a good coach, this is what I think the problem with all sports is right now, but especially boxing. My background of what I do now, I'm a sports science, I'm a nutritionist to help fighters make weight properly, help fighters get in condition properly. And people would think me talking that way that I wouldn't say what I'm going to say now, but there's not enough teachers. Teachers, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why I, I like yeah. to regard myself, yeah, yeah. I'm a boxing teacher. Yeah, yeah. That's it. You know, I, yeah. what experience. a lot of think, yeah, yeah the experience. But yeah, I, yeah. what I do is like you've just said, there's not enough boxing teachers yeah, yeah. teaching That's kids right, to yeah. box the, yeah. you know teaching kids the uh, the science of it why yeah. did you do this I yeah. always said to them I said yeah. it yesterday I said ask me a question yeah. I said to some young novices up there I was saying start slipping that punch mm. and I stopped him mm. I says do you know what I mean when I'm telling you to slip it mm. and they all like no and so I thought mm. I just yeah. presumed that they all know yeah, yeah, they're yeah. only you have to explain you have to explain said, why, why you're exactly. slipping it why you're slipping it for what for why did you do that why did you do it and so that's what it needs in this game. Yeah. You know, we can all go on these courses. We've been on them, haven't we? Yeah. Uh, and you get your badge. And I mean, yeah. I recently got my ABA badge mm. after yeah. well done. Uh, uh, <laughs> so many years. Yeah. So now I'm qualified to teach yeah. amateur boxing. Yeah. But we need more boxing teachers. Mm -hmm. not, mentors. Not, well. Yeah, mentors. It's throughout yeah. sports. It's like yeah. what I do for a living and what pays the bills. Yeah, I know about nutrition. Yeah, I know about strength and conditioning. When I train fighters, I say there's no point you doing a squat because that's not specific to your sport. Yeah. So we yeah. have to get you to yeah. squat a Halfway, different way. Yeah. We have to get you to do a bicep curl a different way, yeah. which yeah. is specific to your sport. Yeah. That's right. And if you add that to the teaching element of the sport, yeah. you'll progress in a yeah. different yeah. direction. But yeah. now it's just conf it's just getting a little bit confused. Yeah. Putting more it's like watching in movies now they put more money more money into the effects than to the actors mm -hmm. well I, I always yeah. said the best way to get better at boxing is by boxing doing everything it. else you. is to enhance what you're already you. doing yeah. Yeah. but what yeah. a lot of fighters are doing these days they're doing the other side yeah. and not enough of the boxing right. you know yeah, the, right. the, the, the fitness right. yeah you need some, gym, some gyms yeah. do more and more fitness concentrate more fitness yeah. and that than skill because I like um, I'm tr obviously we, we trained all over and yeah. I trained in Manchester for a bit I've seen what they do. Obviously, yeah. they do the bar bag like everyone's yeah. bar yeah, bag yeah, now. I yeah. hated that. I, do, I don't I know. Hated I hated it. Yeah. And then obviously, yeah. I moved to Sheffield and there was more technical yeah. the lines, yeah, yeah. the blows on the bag. Yeah. So you step yeah. in. I'm thinking, I'm not going to fight like in the yeah. ring. Yeah. Yeah. But it's. It answers it what it you already do. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. with both of them gelling together, that's it. perfect. That's yeah. why you, when I go away now and train somebody else, I'm bringing from both Manchester and Sheffield. I'm yeah. Combining it. I'm in martial arts side, combine everything. And put your all, take yeah, on, just, on just, top of it. That's all. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I do. And it's up to them yeah. to bring a style out for themselves yeah, 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 yeah. or yeah. to take a piece of everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah because you because they've got to have their own uniqueness. Yeah. yeah. You can't only be the best. Yeah. You can't, you can't be like yourself. To them. Like, I mean, when, when I was when I was down at Brendan's, everybody boxed like Bomber. Bomber. Yeah, Even yeah. me. Yeah. We all tried it because if everybody's doing it in the gym, 
you know, kids come in and just see it and, yeah. and they think, well, that's the way to do it. Yeah, but yeah. it's not. Yeah. You know, I, I can't box like Bob Graham. I love what you say. Yeah. I love every time yeah. you do an interview, you slip it in. It says Sheffield. And everyone in Sheffield owes Bomber everything. 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 Yeah. Listen, before he Errol does. Graham came to Sheffield, mm. there were no Brendan Ingle, there were no St. Thomas's. There were no, yeah, they were. They were, they were, like I said, Chris Walker, John but Kelly. But it weren't yeah. on the map. Errol yeah. Graham came along, yeah. right? Became British, European, Commonwealth. Yeah. Three times for world title, yeah. he put Sheffield on the boxing map. So Everybody else came after that. A lot of them champions own as well. Yeah. yeah. So that yeah. style of bombers, did he have that from day one? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was bomber. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And do you know why he's Brendan? called bomber? Mm -hmm. Go on. Then. Everybody thinks it's to do with boxing. Yeah. yeah. He tells his. I says, I've, I've asked this and I probably told <laughs> you this story a long time. Well, as a kid, he used to run everywhere. Mm. He said he'd run Fast. to the gym, run to this. Mm -hmm. He says he's always bombing wherever yeah, he goes. He's bombing yeah, around yeah, everywhere. Yeah, he's bombing yeah, around, yeah, yeah. and that's how it started. Yeah. It's like Isham. Isham's like that. Yeah, but bombing around everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We got to sell him down. He's like Isham, just calm yeah. down, sir. But then, obviously, bomber and the boxing, it, yeah. it like went with him. So his name became Bomber Graham. Yeah, yeah. that's what he told me that. You know, yeah. so yeah, he was bomber, but. You think when you think of a boxer called bomber, bomber, you think of a puncher, don't yeah. you? Something yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. Joe Lewis yeah. or Mike Tyson. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Um, Errol, Errol Graham, Errol Bomber Graham. Yeah. From but, that, from that, yeah. Glenn. Using probably my favourite fighter from around here. Using him from day one, probably uh, Prince Nassim. Now, wow. what was he like? Day one. What was he like? The well, what you going to remember? Seen the first day he come in. Wow. I can't remember. I seen him the first day. He didn't, didn't even know him. I didn't even yeah. know him. Yeah. We have kids in here. We've yeah. got a kid in here, and he's exactly, he's yeah. exactly like what I remember Naz being. Yeah. Young, cheeky little shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he never yeah. thought he'd go on to be what he were. Yeah. Wow. Um, but you got to remember when I was twenty. Yeah. Naz was seven. Yeah, yeah. So when Naz was eight, I was twenty-one. So. And I was there while I was 33. Yeah, yeah. So I was. You've seen him come through though. Yeah, you just recognise him all, him all yeah. of a sudden, don't you? Yeah. Well, I might lose that. Yeah. So, like I said, as I was getting towards 33, Naz was yeah, coming yeah. through, winning national Ooh. titles. and, and um, But even then, never mm. thought that he'd go on to do what he did. Mm. So, done well, he'd done well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. listen, yeah. But, um, when did you notice him though, Glenn? When did you notice When he started winning the amateur titles and things yeah, like yeah. that. Um, yeah. Um, like I said, we were all. Me, Bomber, Brian Anderson, all these guys, we were all boxing pro. Big but, men, weren't you? Yeah, but you've got this little guy who's winning amateur titles. You never thought he'd go on to do what he did. Flashy as well. Yeah, flashy. <laughs> Cheeky little... Yeah, yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. We've all got kids in gym like that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but... Um, the, the only thing I dislike about... Uh, I said dislike, it's probably the wrong word to say, is towards the end, I used to hear Naz talking to Brendan. Very disrespectful, mm, mm. you know. Money, that's the money. Yeah, yeah money, probably where the money. That's what yeah. it is. You know, Pe calling him. I mean, I respected Brendan back then. I was a little bit scared of him. He's like his father figure. Mm, I, I would have never have said the things that. I remember once he called it "shut up, Paddy" or something. "Shut up, Paddy." Yeah, like, yeah. and I thought, mm. cheeky little shit, you know. But maybe that's the money that makes makes you change. Um, but but just because you've got money, you shouldn't lose respect, mm. should you? You know, just mm. because. Yeah. Um, you. I don't know. It's, it, it's a great story, mm. Brendan and Nas, but it's also a very, very sad story towards yeah, the, the end. Ended, yeah, the way it ended. Uh, none, of, none of us, none of us like no, the way no. it ended. I mean, yeah. me and Ish say this all the time. We get into conversation with people that if we go in percentages, I would say, however, people, good people think Nas was, they didn't see him in the gym and they no. didn't see what we saw in the yeah. gym. He was yeah. special in the yeah, gym. I missed all that. I missed all that. Well, I did. I missed a lot of that because, like I yeah. said, I was that busy. 
doing your own like thing. doing your own thing and yeah. hanging around Bob and Graham's tales to yeah. watch and 93, 94 yeah. you know when you was when you just before you left Brandy probably Naz was just, what was Naz then about 15 no about well, 18, 19 then I remember him winning all his amateur things and you know everybody talking about him him a little bit maybe to the body did you remember yeah uh, I remember me sparring with uh, oh, a kid came from Doncaster. Uh, I can't remember the kid's name now. Naz bashed him. And <laughs> he I bashed him. Wow. Yeah, I think you know. <laughs> he bashed me a bit, a bit out of order to bash something that bad. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I remember him. Yeah. But uh, like I say, I was finishing as he was yeah. flourishing, so to yeah. speak. Can, can so I ask you something? Did you spar Brendan? Have you sparred yeah, Brendan? Yeah, spar Brendan. Spar Brendan. What was yeah. it like? Yeah. Uh, tricky. He was tricky, crafty, yeah. <laughs> but he was just holding. Tie him up. Yeah, tie him up. Yeah, Defensive off. Yeah. I'm fortunate. To be able to say, yeah, I sparred with Brendan. Yeah. Um, Do you ever see him fight, Glenn? No, I never saw him fight. No. Wow. He, his record weren't Tapes, exceptional, but yeah, he got one of these brave managers. Uh, but he boxed a guy called Pat Dwyer yeah. from Liverpool, who were a tough kid, yeah. who were a good fighter. And he yeah. boxed, uh, I think he boxed Chris Finnegan. Yeah, yeah wow. that's right. Um, that's right. You know, yeah, I think yeah, that was his claim to fame, you know. Uh, um, but he never, like I say, he, he didn't get looked after. Oh, he said he didn't get looked after. Yeah, he always said that. But, you know, so. If, if I'm not getting looked after I'm not going to do the same things to my kids that I had done to me that's, right, that's, that's right. what Brendan thought yeah. you know I want, to, I want to develop my kids and bring them on rather than just having them as mm. you know fodder uh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. answering the phone chicken mm, mm. Um, but once Errol started for us for everybody that's mm. when mm. that's when it all started so you was happy with the way Brendan looked after you then yeah Um the, <laughs> It's a good question, that. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not blaming anybody. Would you say that Brendan was learning on a job? Yeah, yeah. What you've got yeah. to remember is Brendan was just starting at mm. the same time as I was yeah, starting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, he, he was learning his trade yeah. while I was learning my... Well, not just me, you know, Walter, Dave, Alan, uh, yeah. Senior, um, yeah, yeah. Steve yeah, Fons. Yeah. We were all learning our trade while Brendan mm. was learning his mm. on the job. Mm. So, yeah, he made mistakes. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I took fights that I should never have took. Mm. Um but like I said, I don't hold that against him because, you know, he was learning on the job mm. the same time as we were learning mm -hmm. on the job. So we were all learning together, weren't we? And we we're all coming through. Yeah. But the, the the bad side about learning on the job is the fighters, the one in there yeah. getting punched in the head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's all right, yeah. you as a manager learning, you know, percentages and your, your yeah, how many yeah, rounds yeah. and ringing but a promoter and offering more money. Now you're, you're a trainer of many years. Would you say that if everything would have gone perfect, you to being able to show your fighters the ins and outs because I think you have to go through certain experiences so they don't go through what you went through. Well, yeah. if I'd have my boxing career had been more successful than it was, yeah. I had a lot of fights, but yeah. only because I like the money. Yeah. yeah, yeah right. Yeah. So I had sixty-five fights, wow. which is a yeah, lot of yeah, fights. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pro. Yeah. Thirty amateur fights and sixty-five pro fights. Yeah. But the only reason I had sixty-five pro fights were it were a way of earning a living. Yeah. But, oh, he didn't work he just boxed no I've yeah. I had let it, I can't work I right, can't go to work right. uh, yeah. I hate work but <laughs> I don't mind coming here yeah, seven yeah. days a week you you work work. but as, as for actually going to work yeah, yeah I've had yeah. jobs I've yeah. done all kinds of jobs um, but going back to it, when we all turned pro we were all learning on the job together yeah, yeah. Um, but like I say you are the guy in there getting punched in the head yeah Nobody else. Yeah. Um, so I don't hold yeah. nothing against Brendan because he didn't have the knowledge then, or the backers, or the, yeah. or the experience yeah. that he had towards the end of his career, kind of thing. So yeah. I, every mistake I made would probably down to me. Mm. I wouldn't train. Yeah. Mm. You know, or a bit arrogant. You know, I wouldn't yeah. listen to Brendan. Mm. Um, and, and now looking back, I think to myself, 
Not regret it, D, because yeah. regret is like saying, oh, I regret everything. Yeah, if I'd have mm. trained a bit harder, you I might have him. achieved more. Yeah. Mm. But I might not be where I am now. Mm. Right. So, like I yeah, it's all a knock and effect. Yeah. So, so, it's relevant, isn't it? Yeah. It's all, yeah. yeah. Well, I remember I said this earlier. I used to look yeah. at Errol Graham as a kid, mm. and then there was a time when I'd give my right hand yeah, to yeah, Errol Graham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And what now, was your, what was your diet like? I didn't diet. I've always been like So, what do you do to make the way? Did you do this like we've all done? Listen. Starve yourself. Look at me. I've never fast. look. Oh, so you're all right. I've never, I've never had to kill myself to make weight. Just don't have your breakfast or something. <laughs> but guys, now, yeah. The only thing that for me that's come into boxing over yeah. the last 20, 30 years that makes a difference is the nutrition side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I always box at nine stone nine. Never had to make weight. Just yeah. like I say, found it pretty easy. I've always mm. been like this. Then I moved up to like ten stone. Mm. I think mm. when I finished or eleven stone. Yeah. I'm only now about eleven four. Yeah. So. It never entered my mind to. Uh, okay. Do you still work out? No, I don't do nothing. I didn't yeah. train when I boxed. I'm not yeah. going to start training now. Yeah. Uh, I don't particularly <laughs> like training. You just yeah. like fighting. I like fighting. <laughs> Tra- this sounds bad. This I shouldn't really say this on here, but it's ter- yeah. training to me bores me. Yeah. But right. fighting one on one with somebody, sparring. Yeah, yeah. You know, sparring with somebody where you've got to pit yourself against them and. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. In a fight, oh, yeah. I'd love it. I'd That's spar a all brave day. thing to say, you know what you yeah. just said. Yeah, yeah. This guy's a trainer of champions. Been doing it forty five years. Years and yeah. he just said he don't like fucking training. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but look, yeah. look at you know, what I mean, he can still motivate, yeah. inspire he's yeah. these guys because yeah. he's been to there. Become knows, knows why been they've got to train. Time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just because I don't do it and never like doing yeah, right, it, right. you know what's mean, right about. Right. Yeah, doesn't totally mean <laughs> these can't do it. I'm, totally I'm, I'm mad on training for yeah. these guys. Yeah. They run, they run. Yeah. We meet and they run. Yeah. The one thing that let me down in a lot of my fights were I were all right for two or three rounds. Yeah, stamina. And then what happened? I start showing off, mm. but the reason I'd show off was to disguise the fight. Tired, tired. Bollocks. Yeah. Yeah. So I won't train. And then it got to a point where Brendan used to think, "Well, you say, have you been running roads here, you dick bastard?" And like, yeah, Brendan, of course you have. Yeah, Brendan, <laughs> <laughs> I'm running. I'm not running. Uh, but looking back, another reason I like to box is if you look at all these old time fighters, mm. right? They didn't train, they just box. Yeah, yeah, they box yeah. regular. If you, yeah. There's a record behind the. I always Sugar Ramos used to box every Listen, couple that's of weeks. I was just going to say to you. In one month, three 10 round fights in one month. So it's like training anyway. So it's just like training anyway. But if Sugar Ray Robert, I know we're talking about. It's much better than training. Of course it is. You know, it's the real thing, isn't it? It's like when you used to go sparring with people. You know, you, you got butterflies. Yeah. When I used to get in the gym to spar with Bomber and Brian, they didn't have butterflies. I know they were going to well, probably bash but me. But this is my argument yeah. when people say Floyd's the best ever, right? Like, Floyd against Sugar Ray Robinson is a different uh, animal. It's a different, like, yeah, different yeah. Sugar Ray Lennon, different yeah, animal. Different era. You, know you can I mean? only be oozing that era at that That's time. Right. Yeah. You can't, you can't you know, match him up, can you? Yeah, it's great to say, oh, would you do this? You can only be who's around in your time. Yeah. And, mm. you know... I'm a big fan of Sugar Ray Robinson. Yeah. I love everything yeah, I about him. So am I. Massive. Like I said, three ten round fights in one month. Yeah. So I always say this to the kids in gym: if he had three ten round fights in one month, twice against Jake Lamotta, that's crazy. at what point did he train? What, when did he heal up? When? Did, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So a good fighter is a fighter that's boxing regular, and yeah. that's what I used to think. I used to, I used to say, Brendan, 
I'll come training, get me a fight. Yeah. Just ring me when you've got me a fight and I'll come training. Yeah. But I, I, I could never just go to the gym and just no, train. Yeah. Yeah. It bored me. Yeah, yeah. Hitting yeah. bikes, doing exercise. Yeah. Like, you, you need to know how to do rounds, not get yeah. fit yeah. for them. You need That's to know right. how to yeah, do yeah, them. Yeah, I can yeah. do 12 rounds now. Yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah. 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 experience. Yeah. 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 Now we yeah. can do it, but when we were boxing, we couldn't do it. I know. Now I know. I'm surprised myself. I go to the gym, I do 12 rounds, three minutes, I'm thinking, you know what's weird? I could do 12, 15 rounds on a a punch bag, yeah. non-stop punching. Come in the ring, different. But if you get the rid ring, of, yeah, exactly. get rid of treadmill, exactly. you know, step oh, myself, treadmill, yeah. I can only do five minutes because yeah. it's not what I do. What exactly. I used to like yeah, about what we did at Brendan's is you just chuck it in the ring. Yeah. We didn't do rounds. Yeah. You just said time off. You yeah, go, what we do it? Yeah. Time, right, we sparred. Minute and a half, five minute yeah. Change over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we No break. Yeah. I just want to get a drink of water and that's yeah. it. And that's it. Now, every time he but, hits a punch bag, he wants to make a comeback. <laughs> nah, I don't. I don't. You know, you don't want to stand. Forget that. He wants a white collar fight. I made a white collar fight. I did. No, but i tell you the truth, right? I got signed up. Yeah. Right, because I wanted to make a comeback. And, um, Relax, the mate, the mate, relax. The mate was saying to me, oh, I have a white fight. So I did it. And the preparation for it, I thought, nah, that's enough that's for me. That's you done, in it? It's that's true. It was now. We were doing it yeah. now. Oh, listen. Even the preparation. We were doing, and the butterflies yeah. as well. Yeah. used to it. Yeah. It's too you tough. Know what I mean? And you were younger then. You yeah. Know, the things you could do when you were younger. Yeah. The ego has to get put yeah. away. Yeah, yeah. As you start getting older, things yeah. start getting a yeah. bit yeah. harder. So, so I accept now to retire now. I just yeah. enjoy it. I just that's train it. people and train myself. I always wondered back in day, but now I understand it because I'm an old man myself. Why did fighters make comebacks? And one of the things that I always said to fighters is, and this is a good saying this I yeah. like this. the brighter the spotlight the harder it is to walk yeah, away true. that's yeah. why your sugary yeah. Lenners and your alleys and really they all come back like they do because you've got to what, enjoy that what yeah. do they do each yeah. what, what's a fighter like sugary Lennon do after his career's over yeah, yeah. you know you can go on a guest speaking tour or yeah. like you know but yeah. there's nothing gives you that buzz no, like the crowd. No, no, no. it's like Game. being on a drug like Eastern was a champion bitch come off your PN fought for world title and he'll tell you, like, you when you're the champion, you've got to enjoy the spotlight that's there. Are you yeah, listening, yeah. Tommy Frank? Yeah. Yeah. Champ. Are you listening? Yes. Yeah. Tell him all tell, the time. Tell, tell him how they treat you after you were champion and when you was champion. Yeah, like, like so I think I've already said it earlier, you know, like, when I was champion, I didn't have to do a thing, Glenn. Nothing. I, I didn't have to do it. Everybody wanted to help me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you couldn't yeah. even walk down the street. Oh, I need yeah. the lift. Yeah. Do you need any food? That's do you it. want this? Do you want that? Can I be seen with you? Can I take a picture? Wow. Of you? Do you need a car? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we listening, got to Tommy. Do, got paid to go everywhere. Yeah. Listen, when I lost them belts, Tom. Phone stopped. Yeah. Nobody waved at me. Crazy. Friends, yeah. friends I've had to turn well. it back. Yeah. It's frightening. Same thing. Yeah. It's frightening. Friends go on everything. Yes. Your friends, friends all of the Klingons and that yeah. gone. Exactly. What did Angelo Dundee say? Yeah. Never look who's in the change in the That's locker it. room when you win. Before, look who's there. Yeah, when you lose. It's right. We've yeah. seen it. History. History repeats itself so yeah, many yeah, times yeah. with boxing, yeah, yeah, and that's what I think's really, really sad. Human nature, isn't it? That it's still happening these days. You know. A lot of sports, you know, your football and your other sports, they've got things, uh, once you retire, to help you. Mm. Boxing. You're on no. a scrappy. Yeah, yeah, and what yeah. do most boxers do? Yeah, work yeah. on doors. Yeah, yeah. I did it, working on, yeah, working on doors. Yeah, what can you do? Yeah, yeah. I'm not a doorman. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, you can't do anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you do other things that you shouldn't be doing just yeah, to get by. But yeah. most boxers, like I said, that's why we box. Because... We scallywags all we kick. I'm not saying all the time, but a lot of kids who box is a, a little tearaways or you want to yeah, fight, but it's no good. Yeah, mm. but try and educate a boxer, put a bit of money away to pay your tax to 
uh, so you know, important. look after this. Like I keep telling you, Tommy's got to eat, eat, eat. I always think with boxers, it's a hard one, right? Because they've got to fighters, boxers, MA guys. They've got to put so much more into the sport than other other yeah. other athletes. The commitment, yeah. but at the same time, they've got to have a slight eye on what they're going to do after and like putting money don't. away they and don't. it's hard and, 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 and I think a good trainer has to be them. giving them life skills to think that way I agree with what he's saying yeah. but Brendan used to say it to me yeah. and I'll tell you what Brendan used to say yeah, this yeah. story to me I used to live with, I, as a kid I brought up by my grandparents yeah. he says to me, Same as me why don't you buy your grandma's house yeah and then, but and I was just thinking, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you look at it now, it's a sensible thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, Imagine yeah. that. My grandma yeah. lived in the council house. She says, "You buy the council house, let them live in it. You just pay the mortgage." Did it? And he was thinking, "I'm not doing that." Yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to go on holiday. And yeah, I want to. I want to travel. Yeah, yeah, and I want to yeah, buy a new yeah, car. Yeah, yeah. So I say it to my kids now. Yeah. Whether they listen, I don't know. It's yeah. not until years later. Yeah. But I keep trying to say to Tommy and Keenan yeah. and old lads. Yeah. Put a bit away, save, yeah. get a mortgage. Yeah. Did a, but it's only the same thing Brendan used to say to me. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I didn't listen. Yeah, yeah. Boxes yeah. up one time and then that. And it always <laughs> comes down, no matter always what. Always comes down. It's always, always comes When you're up there, make the most of it. Exactly. Glenn, like before, we, before we close, because I'm conscious of time, because Tommy's waiting. Tommy uh, who? Uh, <laughs> Tommy and Tommy. Yeah, Tommy and Tommy Frank. Tommy and Tommy Yeah. We've got Tommy, you know, like, we don't want to push off because Tommy's a little bit more important, but you know what I mean? Uh, but I wanted to ask you, because I've heard you say it. When you talk about, when I talk about Muhammad Ali, yeah. I, I well up. Oh, I've been able to watch uh, anything, to do, even looking at that picture yeah, now. Picture yeah. right now. I, I yeah. can't look at the picture. Yeah. I can't talk about Muhammad Ali. I hadn't dealt with the passing of him because of yeah. what he meant to me coming up. Oh, it means but when I hear you me. talk about him, oh, listen. You, I, I feel like you're the only person that I know who's probably a little bit more passionate about it than I am. I am so the only reason I went to Miami originally yeah. was to go to the Fifth Street Gym because yeah. wow. that's where Ali trained yeah. with young Cassius Clay. Yeah. So we, we went to this was 1980. No, yeah. we were going to Miami in 1980. Remember in 1980, I think Miami was murder capital of the world. Yeah. Have you seen Scarface? Yeah, yeah. yeah We've yeah. all seen Scarface. Well, yeah. when I went to Miami, that's what it was like. But yeah. I had to go because it was the Fifth Street Gym. Yeah. So yeah. we went in there, and so many great fighters have trained there. Um, went to Fifth Street Gym. Met Angelo Dundee, yeah. trained over there. Yeah. Uh, just Buzz hoping it. that something, yeah. Who Brendan? Oh, no, went on my own. Did you, did did you go to the funeral as well? Went to the funeral. Didn't get in the funeral, yeah. but wow. went to the funeral. Some wow. pictures around there. Wow. Um, yeah, well, uh, I'm a I'm biggest Ali fan wow. you could ever yeah. imagine. Yeah. What was went, it like getting to the gym and feeling like presence to know that he was there? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Walking up them steps, you know. You, Surreal, right? Yeah. I remember walking in and meeting a guy called Chris Dundee, yeah. who yeah. was Angelo Dundee's brother. Yeah. Wow, but it's still... Yeah, Angelo right. Dundee had a gym up North Miami, and Chris Dundee had this gym in, on Fifth Street Gym. Yeah. Uh, but walking into that gym, knowing that so many fighters had been there, Willie Pastrano, and yeah. uh, oh, so many great fighters trained yeah. there, but Let the it. main man himself, Cassius Clay, yeah. back then... Uh, Obviously, later it became more with Ali. Yeah. Um, I just became an Ali fan. The yeah. reason I'm a big Ali fan is what you've got to remember is what he did in yeah. the era that he did crazy, it for yeah. black men. Crazy. You remember what he what he would people getting shot? He yeah. shot Martin Luther King. He yeah, shot Malcolm. Yeah. All the guys who were who were talking now, being verbal, got yeah. shot. And yeah. if you look back at some of the things that he Ali was, did yeah. when he when he joined. The, the black Muslims. Yeah. Who knew what? Nobody knew yeah, what black yeah, Muslims right. were Next then, did they? Yeah. And so it, it, people, it were like a bit of a, a threat to the establishment. Yeah. And then, like I say, he, he, he went on to do his own thing. So 
what he did for a lot of fighters, he opened the door. There was no money in boxing till Ali come along. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Ali come along then. Nobody was speaking like Ali until he, he did it. Now yeah. everybody's doing it, aren't they? Yeah. But nobody can do it to the extent he did. He, he was, was the first. He was the pioneer. Yeah, yeah. When I found out he was ill and he was dying, I, I jumped on a plane. I flew to, uh, flew all around well, me. I think I flew to somewhere like, went to Holland to uh, New York to Louisville and mm. then coming back, I went, didn't get in the funeral because mm. uh, it was, the, the place at the time mm. were unbelievable. Mm. We were just mm. round with people. I haven't watched, be able uh, to watch the funeral. Oh, it, it, was, yeah. it was mad. It's, this sounds yeah. daft, this. I'm at a funeral, yeah. but it was just so enjoyable. Yeah. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Honouring his life. Following honouring somebody's life, yeah. Life, yeah. 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 The morning after the funeral, uh, listen to this, this is an unbelievable story. I, went, I thought I'm going to be first at the Mohammed uh, Ali Centre. He's got like a, <laughs> yeah. at the Ali Centre. Yeah, yeah. So I thought I'm going to be first here. It must open at nine o'clock. Yeah. So I get there. They're camping out. That's what I thought. It's all flowers and everything outside. So I, I'm just stood there waiting. I see the guy, yeah. an Indian-looking guy. Mm. So and he got a camera on his neck. He says, "What time is this place open?" And he went, "Where are you from?" So I went, "From England." Where are you from? He went, "From England." I went, "What?" Where was he, he from? Went, from England. So we down south. Down so down listen. South. Yeah. So he says, uh, we've "Got chatting." Da, 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 da. He says, "Have you been to the, the cemetery yet?" I went, "No." He went, "Do you fancy going?" I went, <laughs> "Yeah." Because you couldn't get the day before because there's yeah. thousands of people here. Yeah. So he says, do you want to go? So I went, yeah. He says, come on, I'll take you. He was from Louisville. Wow. But part of me's thinking, hang on, I'm in America. I'm Who jumping is in this a car. Guy? We're a bloke yeah, yeah, I've yeah. never met yeah, before. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he wants to take me to... Did you tell him you're an expert? Yeah, I could fight, you know. <laughs> so yeah. we jump in his car. We drive to a place called Cairville Cemetery. Big yeah. city. And we were the second, this is how unbelievable it is, yeah. we were the second car to pull up. So yeah. we got there before us. Yeah. Um, and at the time, you know, it, the, the burial had only been the day before, so there were a few things on the floor, but yeah. his family were having a private ceremony yeah. at the other side of this uh, screen. And the guy who worked there says, would you mind just, you know, holding back till this this is finished, whatever's going off behind. I don't know what yeah. it was. Yeah. So we held back and then, uh, this is funny, this. So... All we did, he looked at this ground and, you know, this is where the greatest is buried. That's it. It's different now. It's got a monument and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, this guy waved us off. And as he waved us off, I saw traffic coming into the cemetery, piles of cars and yeah, cars and cars. Yeah. As we were driving down this road, this guy's walking up and he stopped us. And I thought, this is brilliant what he said. The, the guy wound the window down and he says, uh, this guy from America, is Mohammed Ali up there? And I thought... You know, just said that's why you're here. Is Muhammad Ali up there? Not yeah. is Muhammad Ali's uh, grave up there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is Muhammad Ali up there? And I thought that's brilliant. That the lip forever, forever, ever. Yeah. Um, yeah. And since then, I've yeah. become friends with the guy and his yeah. wife. I'm still yeah. friends with him on Facebook. That's awesome. We met, I met him in uh, Rome. We yeah. went to Rome same time they came wow. to Rome. My friend, my kids have become friends with him. And that again is all through Muhammad Ali. Beautiful. So, so there's, well, well, yeah. I, I, I love he's everything still, he's about still linking people yeah, he's now, linking people now, even yeah. to this day. Yeah. And there'll never be anybody else, you know. Yeah, yeah there's been great fighters like your Sugar Ray Leonard's and your Mayweather's, mm. but mm. there's never ever going to be another Ali because mm. it was the era in which you were doing it. Yeah. It's never going to be done Set again. Set the trend, yeah. didn't it? Set the trend. Yeah, yeah. but did, did, there'll did, never be another. Did, I remember. I remember. Yeah. That, I don't know how you. I'm going to ask you actually, but I knew. The moment I knew who Ali was, I come home from uh, school, you know, like kids watch TV and yeah. all the rest. My granddad had lent this tape called Champions Forever. Oh, God, that's a great video. That, yeah. Best documentary yeah. ever, right? Yeah. 
and he's watching and I'm sat there listening and I come in and I just hear Ali's voice and I sat there and he didn't know I sat behind him and I sat there for whole 45 minutes watching it and he goes you silly shit you're scared, you're scared. <laughs> <laughs> and, goes, and then I watched that tape for a whole year every day when I come yeah. to school and I fell in love with that yeah. tape and then done the and from there it was like I knew everything about I wanted it. to help people well I'll tell you where else I've been I went to the Fish Street gym I trained in Angelo Dundee's gym for a long time I I tell you where we went the other year went to Fighters Evan in Mm. Pennsylvania Mm. Ali's training camp that he Mm. set up what a proper training camp that is Fighters have training camps these days in like hotels and that's a training camp what's it like Tommy we went just to know that you're in the building you know the gym it's it's up a big hill it's it's hard at way isn't it what was it like and what sort of stuff just basic no listen nothing Tommy what it it's just log cabins Uh, there's a sign that's uh, how he likes it there's a sign here there's log cabins there's nothing they had a big Mm. bell apparently they used to ring this bell in the morning all the fighters get up and go for a run uh, up um, the big steep hill whatever Um, but just to know that you've been in the same place the the greatest state in this kitchen um, and the guy we met over there, Mick. He's, he's, he's still friends with us, isn't he? On Facebook, he often oh. comments. I speak to him quite often. Yeah. We're planning on going back as soon as Lockdown's all this silliness yeah, has gone yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. He's actually said that we can stay there yeah. and train yeah. while we're there and use the kitchen that Ali used. Wow. So imagine that you're wow. waking up knowing that yeah. you're waking up yeah. and walking in the footsteps of the greatest. Yeah, it must yeah, be yeah. unbelievable, yeah. won't it? So, you know, like you've been talking about Brendan and Ali. It's, it's, I'm not saying that Brendan's like Mam Dali, but Brendan's got a story like Mamad Ali. Yeah. We can't forget Brendan as yeah. well as Mamad Ali. He left a legacy. There's a lot of... In Sheffield as yeah, well. You know in Sheffield, I mean? there's a yeah. lot of people. He again, has left a legacy. I always it. say this, ah. Dee, about yeah. Brendan setting, setting the bar. Yeah. But the thing that I always say as well, and I say it all the time, without Earl Graham, he wouldn't have done it. There was, there's no Brendan. There's mm. no Brendan, there's mm. no Naz, there's no Johnny, no right, no me. Both made it together. Mm. Yeah. And so it's knock on effect. Yeah, yeah. Errol, Errol, the Errol Graham story mm. is a story in itself. Isn't yeah, it? and yeah. a sad story. He got you it know. going, didn't he? Yeah, British European Commonwealth, uh, light middleweight, middleweight champion. Always you know, known be, the best beat Pat Thomas winning. fifteen rounds. Errol yeah. boxed fifteen rounds. Yeah, yeah. Proper rounds. Uh, they were, you know, it? he went no. to Lagos. People don't even know where Lagos is. He, he won in Lagos. You know, Nigeria. Uh, right? Yeah, Nigeria. Mm. He says it were mm. right. It must have been crazy <laughs> over there. Yeah. You know, and then he boxed for. I don't know whether people believe in God or whatever they want to believe in, but yeah. it just it's not in the stars for Errol Graham to be yeah. world champion. Yeah. You know, he lost to Mike McCallum. Yeah. Uh, close Julian, decision. Julian, Julian Jackson, Jackson got knocked out. Yeah, Charles Brewer. You know what, that, that fight with Charles Brewer... He got a point took off him, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. That fight with Charles Brewer, he had it, he had it, he had it in the bag. Oh. But, he had you know, with Julian Jackson. Yeah, he had, he had all Julian, three. Yeah. You know, yeah. Mike McCallum. Supposed to be, was it? Just yeah. that's what I'm saying. To believe in fate, it's God. Written, yeah. If it's written, written if it's not written, you're not going to yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. It's just not written in the stars for Errol Graham to be world yeah. champ. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so close. You think knowing, knowing him as personally, did you think? Do you think that he ever dealt with that? No, I don't think. I don't think so. Um, I, you know, how can you, for instance? The knockout against Julian Jackson. It yeah. was that close yeah. to winning. The, the, yeah. the winning. And I then, that. you know, if, 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 if you didn't know the result of that fight yeah. and you said, right, what's the worst thing that could happen? You said, oh, yeah. I could get caught. Or I could. Yeah. But it, it just, you couldn't write it, could you? Yeah. It's like watching a football game and the team's 10 up with two minutes to go. So you, 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 you go away. You go away. You get home <laughs> with 10 teams. You turn around and won 11, 11 yeah. 10 or something. You couldn't write yeah. it. So yeah. I just think it's never, it's not in the stars for Errol to become yeah. world champion. Yeah. But people do need to remember, um, you know, 
I, I remember Earl, uh, when he made his comeback fight, I went to the Elephant and Castle. Yeah. And Dean Powell was in yeah, his I corner. That fight, yeah. And uh, I get, a man and a woman sat behind me, and this woman I heard said, Oh, he boxes like Nasty Mamid. And I turned around and I said, Excuse me. <laughs> You're way around. Yeah. yeah. I, I, not nastily. I just said, yeah. You know who this is? And she says, uh, Vinny no, Pazienza, right? Yeah, no, it were uh, Craig Jones. Craig Jones, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it was yeah. second one back. Yeah. Vinny Pazienza were the one before he boxed up world title. Brewer, yeah. He boxed. Uh, a kid called Terry Ford, yeah, a blown up welterweight. Yeah, I was the one. Uh, I was one of the people who tell him to retire. Yeah, and wow. then he went on to box for a world title. He yeah. beat uh, Chris Johnson, who was yeah. the Olympic champion. Yeah, yeah, he did yeah. his corner, you know, was it? Uh, yeah, and then well, where's the first one in Sheffield though that he boxed? That was Terry Concord, Ford, Concord right? Sports yeah, Centre. Yeah, 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 um, and then he went on to beat Chris Johnson, who was Olympic champion. And yeah. then a night that he wasn't supposed to win when he beat Vinny Pazienza yeah. at Wembley. Yeah. And then he got the world title fight against yeah. Brewer after that. Yeah. Um, so Again, chucked it away because he was winning that. <sighs> he, I, he just, it just, just wasn't meant to be. To be yeah, yeah, yeah. Some things just aren't meant to be yeah, for yeah. some people. He was in his 40s, wasn't he? He was just under 40. Just I think 40, about 30, 38, That 39. was another kind of Lennox Lewis, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Unbelievable. In yeah. Miami. We trained in Miami again yeah. for that. Had a great experience going over there. Like I say, I owe Earl Graham so much. Uh, yeah. we, did, we had a training camp in Miami. Yeah. We went to New York for the press conference. Yeah. This was a funny story. We got to New York and uh, we woke up to the counter late at night. We were a late flight, whatever. The woman had got no uh, booking for us. So I said, yeah, definitely. I said, try Frank Maloney. Nope. <laughs> try uh, Panic's Promotions. Nope. So Errol said... Try Lennox. <laughs> no, he goes, I'm going to lay on this. He said, if we haven't got a booking, I'm going to lay on this settee here and just yeah. go to sleep. And this one went, if you don't leave, we're going to phone the police. <laughs> I'm thinking, yeah. we're in New York. So I rang my missus at the time and I said, listen, you better ring Frank Maloney and tell him that they've got no rooms booked yeah, for us yeah. here. And she's threatening for, to, for, to phone the police. Wow. Anyway, they got Maloney up and they got us sorted out. But um, I've got so many memories with Errol. Like I said, boxing on his undercard as well as training him, I said training him towards the end of his career. I didn't train him, you know, you couldn't train a 38-year-old Errol Graham. He'd already, he'd already established, established himself. Yeah, I should yeah. take him up yeah, yeah. and do whatever. So I owe him a lot as a kid, you know, boxing on the undercard at City Hall and things yeah. like that. And then towards the end of a career, training him. you got to remember, when I was retired at mm. 33 and yeah. just started the gym, and then all of a sudden he's training somebody called Errol Graham. Yeah, I bet it was yeah. a privilege that one. Oh, you God, train yeah. him as well. Oh, God, Errol but Graham. What, what, what did he show him though? What do you do with this guy? I can't show him nothing because you can't show Errol Graham. What did he do to help him? You can't. All, I, could, all I did is just, you know, be the. One thing about Errol, I will say. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was everything that I wasn't. Trained yeah. hard. Yeah. Dedicated. Run. Good runner. Yeah. Really trained hard. Um, which is, I admired it because he was everything that I wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I not you know, he'd get up and do his road work. Mm. Brendan didn't have to ask him if he'd done his road work. Whereas Brendan used to say to me, have you done your road work? And I'd say, yeah, Brendan, of course you have. <laughs> yeah, of course you have, you tick bastard, yeah. So, but with Errol, he was everything that I wasn't. So I admired that in him because mm. that is what I would have loved to have been. Mm. Mm. But it just weren't meant to be. But yeah. then again, look at Errol now. Yeah. Uh, it's sad, isn't it? It's very, very sad. Uh, but nobody can ever take away. If there were no Errol Graham, the boxing in Sheffield wouldn't be what it is. There'd be no Brendan, there'd be no Johnny, no Naz, no... All them guys who followed in his in his footsteps, he was him and Brendan. They were the pioneers that opened the door for lots of people. Back then. Knock on effect, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I so. think with, with that, I think we all agree we're yeah. going to be back here quite regularly. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Back. Oh, yeah. Never, we, we, we never even started. Yeah. We, we, might, we, oh, we might oh, just listen. make this a monthly thing, yeah, right? Yeah, Come yeah, down every month. Good, uh, good stories. Yeah. This is. 
we could go on and on and on. I know we could, but we'll leave it there. But part two's coming soon. Part two's coming. And Ish, take us out. Yeah, like I said, you know. That, there was another question. I can't ask him. I can't ask him. <laughs> Next right. time we'll be <laughs> 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 no, Slip it, slip it, slip it. Yeah, Glenn. I'm a bit off as all, you know, um, over the moon and uh, great person. You know, I, I, in my in my mind, you know, you 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 put in Sheffield and keeping Sheffield on the map with boxing, hundred percent. So thanks, thanks a lot. Thanks for coming, guys. And we're gonna intro out East. Go for it. Thirteen and final round. Right. John Keenan, Donovan G. Smiley, Glenn Rhodes, and me, Sean Pickering. One love. All right, we out. <laughs>